A, f- a friend of mine in college, um, just for giggles, I also went to college in Ireland, so um, this, there's that context for what I'm about to say next. Uh, she took a horse tranquilizer just to see what would happen and woke up three days later. Three days? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> uh, I mean, I used to, I used to party a lot. Uh, so I went uh, to... Wow. Um, so three days is like, I mean, it, all we all had was a story like that. <laughs> okay, when when did you pass out three to, three days long? Uh, I definitely, I don't think I've lost three whole days of passed out, but I've been up for three days. That's wow. what, Patricia, I, I, I was the reverse of that. I've never slept less than five hours in a night, so. I will, I want to follow this up by saying uh, at the end of the month, I will be 12 years sober. So uh, anyone who's wow. listening, it's not worth it. The three days weren't that, worth, that much fun. <laughs> you, you know who else like, uh, you know, uh, fell asleep and woke up three days later? Our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> I heard that Jesus uh, took ivermectin, and did, that's what did he fall him. asleep? Is that what happened? He was just, yeah, that's just what, up on I the cross, and he was like, "You know what? Snooze time." Yeah, hug shoe, hug shoe. Look, if I had like a if I had a coffin with like a rock over it, I would sleep for three days too. So, like any excuse <laughs> to do that. Let's start the episode. Click. <laughs> You bought me like two years ago Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that I've been meaning to listen to that Why don't you come over and talk about it? Uh, but welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use that as a conduit to learn about each other. And our guests, I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Sean. I'm Sean Wilkinson. Uh, Sorry, Sean Wilkinson. And yeah. I'm not eating. What are you eating? Diabetic like, stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, uh, yeah, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean's allowed to do whatever rude microphone things he wants because he has diabetes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he did like we did like a record in person, and he gave me a wedgie, and I was like, yeah, that's fine because yeah, of because I, of I your, remember that your condition <laughs> yeah that's right um, and i'm michael yeah. Mentato. yeah yeah what's your excuse you've nailed the um, intro this is yeah, i mean this is the best best it's ever gone so anyways let's introduce our guest uh she's a writer on tiktone and and also she sat in on a writing class i took it's uh patricia valetto everybody yes thank you first of all thank you so much for doing the show uh yeah. I, you you sat in for like one of my writing classes for um a spec script writing class and you were just i just remember you being so delightful and i was like even though i was like pretty sad that like you know our original teacher wasn't there for the final week uh you filled in and you were really encouraging you're really kind you had a lot of good advice um you were frowning the entire time like people were reading my script but other yeah, than that yeah, like yeah. i really appreciate i have no face you, turned you your can cap- tell if it's yeah. bad because i have no face i just i'm like <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, thank you so much. You, you like, and you were very uh, gracious to say yes to this podcast. Um, so Truly, it's the yeah, only podcast just... I've said yes to. Wow. Nobody's asked me to do it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no one's asked me to be on their podcast. No, it's I, an I exclusive do. deal. I appreciate it. Most people send me an email and be like, listen, you're hilarious. You're so great. Will your wife do my podcast? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Uh, but like also the other thing is um yeah like the reason i asked you about this episode in particular is like i looked on your instagram i looked on like i'll see some of your tweets and you'll say things like yeah i'm a dolly expert i like i've never I, said that's, that's lying no, sorry. sorry i thought you were gonna say dolly fan and i would be like okay but dolly yeah, expert. Yeah, andrew texted us and was like we like Patricia is the resident like Dolly expert. Like no need to re- no need to research. Yeah, right, right, right. Do you know um, Dolly Parton to me is like have you, you like if your mother's like this happened to my mother. Like my mother had like a elephant figurine in the kitchen, and somebody was like, "Oh, my mom is the elephant figurine lady." So then, whenever you didn't know what to get her, they just got her elephant figurines. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. that's what Dolly Parton has come to me. It's like I really love Dolly Parton. I enjoy her music. I'm a big fan of her movies. Uh, am I an expert? No, at, not at all. Uh, but people, I when it come when it comes up, people will tag me in everything that happens, or they like call me up and be like, "You gotta listen to this," or like tell me, "Do you know anything about this?" And I'm like, I, "I'm not, I'm not." So, what is your like? Um, what is your history? I guess that with your, with Dolly Parton. Then? Um. So, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, uh, Vessel of Horror House in Texas. Uh, a, I loved musicals when I was a child and I was a, uh, still as an adult. I'm a very campy human being. Um, and Dolly Parton fit perfectly into the mold of my campiness as a child. Uh, and so five, six, seven years old, I had memorized all the songs from Vessel Little Whorehouse in Texas and then would put on shows for my family. And then my mom, like my mom would have friends come over and she'd be like, do it, do it. And I would like <laughs> come down the stairs singing uh, There's a Whorehouse in Texas, which is the governor's song from that musical uh, with a cowboy hat. I had the dance routine down. Uh, and so so that was my way of performing in front of my mother's friends. And the majority of my mother's friends would be like, this is inappropriate. But my mom <laughs> loved it. She was like, no more. Uh, so that was like my first, my first like fall into Dolly. And then like, you know, um, all of the, those campy movies that nobody talks about. Cause everyone talks about nine to five and that's like their, their main go-to. There is a Dolly Parton movie called Straight Talk. It's basically somebody sat down with Dolly and was like, just talk. And so it's all Dollyisms. It's all like her like cute little sayings, you know? What so like what is your relationship then to like, you know, her like her albums? Like, mm-hmm. you know, do you have a favorite album? Do you have I do. like I told you that one and you came back with me and said, Here's this other album. Listen to this one. <laughs> hey, what was the one? It's been a while. Like, what did you say? I said Heartbreaker. No, I'm sorry. I said, here, um, here you come again. You said Heartbreaker. But I've seen I uh so I've seen Dolly in um, concert three times. Wow. Yeah. I think three times, maybe more if I, I no, but I think, I think it's three times. I'm, I'm, I'm the worst person to ever do a music podcast, everyone. Um, because I don't actually listen to that much music. I mean, you listen to Dolly. You've seen her three times. I, we, I do, but sometimes music, especially it's a very stressful year. Music, uh, if new music stresses me out, if oh, I don't, yeah, if yeah, I don't yeah. know it already and I'm like, okay, that's calming. That's soothing. That's great. But anything new, I'm like, I, uh, this is the worst year for all of this. Me saying this too. Um, I come from a very musical family. My mom is a professional singer. My mom was an all Ireland, uh, Irish step dancer and singer. Uh, she was a, a touring professional, uh, like traditional Irish music singer. My brother is a professional singer, like with my whole family, like they all played, like my grandfather was in the Belfast boys choir. My grandmother, like even in, in like late life in dementia, like who could barely like move her body. But if you slid her in front of a computer, she would like totally like open up and like jam out on the piano. Yeah, it's a different, but now I ain't got a single <laughs> lick of talent. Do you know, 
yeah, what's what's your relationship to the C notes? Do you like that? The actual note? Yeah, C. <laughs> it, it, yes. Yeah, that's a. That, Do you like it? it? It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Good. 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 Okay. That, that that's the question we ask all our guests. Um, yeah. But yeah, like yeah. the other. That's <laughs> true. Sorry, Michael. Were you, were you gonna say no. something better than that? Fuck me. I don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is, like, I think I read somewhere. Like, I could be wrong because I'm apparently getting everything wrong today. Um, is um, something I read is like sometimes you'll give like you'll quote like dolly lyrics to people when they're like having a hard time by someone you like mean going, my wife yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> what what are what are the dollyisms you pass along to your wife what's your what's the number one uh oh gosh that's like high pressure now uh okay what? okay number one through five number one through five no, <laughs> no because, it, it's, because what it is it, it, it's not even dollyisms i just am quoting steel magnolia lines to her so <laughs> oh, it's <wow>. like <laughs> Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit down next to me, which isn't even technically a Dolly line from that. But it's like, I, it's really what it happens is the, the, the Dolly Parton lines from that movie are delightful. She has one that's a, basically somebody goes on this big story about how horrible someone is. And she goes, well, I think there's a story there. And you're just like the little goodiness of that movie uh, is just probably what that is. But yes, you read that somewhere. Cause my, cause I had done that to my wife when she was very upset. Very cool. Can I can I also ask, like going back to when you were talking about Best Little Whorehouse and you talked about like performing it as a kid. Did you like doing that? Because like I did magic as a kid and my mom would always be like, do magic for the family. And I hated it. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I loved it. And it was also like, again, I have no musical talent and I had no I have no dancing talent, like a very limited skill set. But I, you know, I just was like I was like a little chunky kid uh, with a cowboy hat on like just giving it her all it's you know it's way more enjoyable to watch a kid do that but as an adult you're like the person that shuts down karaoke night instead you know what i mean <laughs> okay okay so um you said here you come again is your favorite dolly record um so let's talk about this let's talk about this i'm like why is uh why is this record your favorite one um it, this particular record um, is it's got three of like my top 20 favorite songs. I'm going to say top of 15. Time? No, of Dolly songs. Of Dolly songs. Yeah. Her, I mean, she's got a billion songs. So <laughs> yeah, let's just say top 20 out of like her silly. like 500 yes. whatever songs. Yes. Um, but it also has two, <laughs> which I know you probably hate, was the two songs where like one of them is very clear. is like, what <laughs> is this? I love what is this songs. Like songs that just are creepy. They make no sense. Uh, like what's happening? And there's two on there. One is very clear, which you all have probably. I absolutely know what you're going to talk about. We know. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the other the other one is As Soon As I Touched Him, which is like, it just feels like it's like those <laughs> romantic, like, oh, this man touched me and like the fire think, lit inside yeah. of me and I needed to bang him right there in that moment. And then it quickly turns into, and then I'm pregnant and he's gone. <laughs> she loves, she loves a little twist. My favorite, <laughs> yeah, my favorite yeah, Dolly yeah. twist mm-hmm. is Traveling Man, where at the end, boom, her mom ran away and she misses her mom and the traveling man. <laughs> she, they ran away together. Time. Like you know, there's also, there's, there's also a twist in Heartbreaker where, like, she's talking about, like, ooh, this rugged, stylish man. Boom, it's her dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Um, the dad song is, yeah, like, like, it's so, it's so, like, as a, 
as like listening to it in like 2021, you were like, you know, oh, like he's just, yeah, yeah. keeps his feelings like inside and like, he's probably going to explode one day and murder everybody. But you know what? That's just what a man is. And he looks good while it's happening. Cause this is like, that's basically the lyrics. It's like the lyrics are like, oh, he just doesn't talk about his feelings and he's bottling them up, but he looks good. Oh. And also he's my dad. This, this like sounds like the very, like this song is very, like the very first therapy session. Someone who grew up conservative goes into it and they're like, my dad's great. Uh, no problems. Uh, good. No feelings. Never talked to me. We played baseball one time. That was great. I loved that. Uh, sharp dresser. Sharp dresser. He was very handsome. Right, very right, right. Plaid. <laughs> Love my dad. No problems. Um, let's go through, let's go through the, uh, let's go through what we think the <laughs> themes are of this particular record. Like, what do you think this record is actually about? Uh, like this one, I, I think that I refer to this one as the, the one night stand album. Like it's the one totally. night stands meets the, um, the, the two what's and a uh, Jesus moment. <laughs> right. She loves a Jesus. moment. There's always one Jesus moment in every the, album. At least. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always like tied into nature as well. Like it's kind of the same song over and over again. But. <laughs> yeah. Just colors, colors in nature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dolly yeah. has definitely like her like she has like you know how Dan Harmon has his like writing circle for how he might writes TV episodes. She has her like album circle where it's like a twist, but it's about my parents. Okay, did that one. Okay, uh, God song. <laughs> she okay, has, a dog she has a, I'm gonna love you forever. Ever. I'm gonna love yeah, you yeah, for yeah. one night, and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. I actually <laughs> hate you. Get away from me. That's another one. <laughs> Uh, Here You Come Again, the titular track, that's kind of like, like you were saying, I feel like the theme of the album, like that's like, it's like, yeah, I love to be in love, but also like sometimes it's just going to be done sometimes like things end is kind of what this album talks about a lot. Because this is for me, Here You Come Again is actually like one of my top five favorite songs of Dolly's, Dolly's top five. Uh, But I think for that, for me, this is like my advice for uh, my friends who are going through breakups because they're always like, I'm going to stay friends with him or her, whoever it is. And I'm always like, that's great. That's wonderful. But you need like I always say three month rule. Like if you're breaking up with someone, you cannot talk to them for three months because there's that gap where if you come in in those three months, you're going to. It's going to get messed Y'all up. Y'all going to fuck. Y'all mm-hmm. going to fuck. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Those feelings haven't gotten they haven't dissipated yet, you know. Here he come again. He's going to be like, all right, now you're in trouble. Now the feelings are all back, but you still don't like each other. I mean, Dolly doesn't necessarily set out the timeline there in the song so much. So I, I, I fill it in. I fill it in three months. That's my rule. Some people that can need longer. Some people need 10 years. I have a never timeline for me, as I've learned in my life. It's going to be a never. It's, it's different in the, the I don't know if you guys are familiar with the stereotypes of the lesbian community, but the like we all know each other and have mostly all dated each other. So like you, if you break up with someone, the chances of them still being in your life is pretty high. Well, and, and likely <laughs> as another lesbian stereotype has taught me, you've already moved in together regardless of when you broke up. Right. That's the other rule. You gotta figure out how to split the apartment. Right, right. <laughs> it's like a red tape, like in the sitcom or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, so here's, here's like the question I want to pose to you guys in terms of like, so Dolly Parton, she's been married to this guy, Carl Dean, for 50 plus years at this point. And like she got she married one person earlier in her career, like very early and then got divorced from him and then married to Carl Dean for about and she's still with him to this day and stuff like that. So it's like the thing I'm like kind of like a little not like, you know, not that 
concerned about but i'm like wondering like saying that dolly parton is lying and she's never had all of these romantic feelings <laughs> no, no no here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing you think like, someone would I, go on the internet and tell lies are you saying that <laughs> she has a personal experience with every single one of her 500 songs <laughs> i know i know so like i'm like that's the that's the question like what like not even like why would she write these songs but like why would she write these why what what kind of like spurned her to like talk about this this time around is like the thing i'm very curious about for from my personal you know i don't know i think i think she <laughs> one i think she has a vivid imagination you know like i think she like it's true there's no way that she I mean, who knows? She could have been hoochie coochie around behind her husband's back. We don't but know. But I think, too, like a lot of country music is just it's storytelling. And I know a lot of country musicians like write stories based on like people they meet on the road or like out on tour and stuff. And so it could be like inspired by that or people they've but, imagined 100 percent. I think it's like also like Carl Dean is a very reclusive person like we know like the public knows very little about this guy like we sometimes he loves like, to see dolly in a uh, playboy bunny outfit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we know that that's that like fact number one fact number one um but like also, also like, he like, kind of has a crush on that one bank teller <laughs> that one bank teller <laughs> jolie but like the other thing is like it's like kind of when dolly talks about her it's him it's always a very basic like He's a nice guy. We talk to each other after our days, and but that's about it. Marriage works. And like it's like, you know, we've never had a fight. And like there's like their theories online, like, is Carl Dean real? <laughs> like, is he a real guy? How deep of a conspiracy theory do you want to go in on Dolly? Because there's tons of Dolly conspiracies, like the one that her entire body is tattooed from the neck down. Oh, I love that conspiracy. What? Have you seen? Yeah, Mr. So, Rogers too. Yeah, Sean. Like, oh. so people people think that, and then they were like, "Okay, she's gonna get vaccinated. We're gonna see a picture of it. Like, <laughs> so we're gonna know. Like, she has to at least roll up her sleeve, right? But then she wore like a like a top that had like a little hole on her sleeve. <laughs> that that's how they gave her the, the shot, and people were like, "Oh my god." <laughs> So there's some, there's some credence there. There's so some, like, so it might be true. <laughs> because she just wears like long sleeve shirts all the time. Only. People are saying she, that. Oh yeah. Yep. She keeps them. She, but the funny thing is no one ever says that about Diane Keaton. Like she, she wears like gloves and stuff. Mm. She's probably tattooed all the way to her fingertips. <laughs> she has knuckle tats that say Diane Keaton on them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, it's like it's it just like it's not enough letters, so it's like Diane it's Kieto. Two rows. Yeah, two Kieto. Rows. Kieto. Or she flips it over and like starts and then she puts her hand over and is like <laughs> Classic inside of knuckle tats that only Diane Keaton has. The, that's a, that's one way to look at it. It's like, oh, she's just imagining, you know, you just, these, you know like, and like also because it, I th I think two things. I think one, she technically, even though she's been married to that one guy, has had two marriages, right? And mm -hmm. I think I think she has an active imagination, and I bet you she can easily fantasize relationships without actually getting into them. But then there's there's crazy conspiracies. I'm sure if you know about the tattoo one, you know that there's a giant conspiracy that she's actually a lesbian and that her and her personal assistant have been in an even longer relationship because they've known each other since they were like 12. What What are your thoughts on that conspiracy theory? Um, or no, no comment. <laughs> I have a no, I think I have no, no comment. comment. Like to, to me, it's just a, first of all, 
Let Dolly be Dolly. Let her live her life. I have a thing about because I grew up in a very Catholic like upbringing and like would never, never say someone was gay without them saying it first because of like the the panic and fear of all that comes out with coming out of the closet and all that other stuff. So like let Dolly be Dolly. At the same time, when I'm saying that, that Code of Many Colors CBS special that came out like five years ago. Did anybody see that? Because you know, now now like basically Netflix and, and other networks are like, we're just doing like these movies based on songs kind of thing that Ellie has, because that's what um, uh, Dumpling was. And the, the, the plot was like her um, basically like, you know, as a child, like a, a, a Christmas during Dolly's, and it was like autobiographical Dolly life. And the weird little baby lesbian tension between her and her best friend who in real life is her like personal assistant from that was like every 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 gay person I know called me while it was like live airing and then like (laughs) afterwards I got several calls from my straight girlfriends that were like is what what's happening (laughs) (laughs) she had to like sign off on that you know what I mean and like again there are definitely times where I read into things where I'm like that that seemed very lesbian right there like I've definitely read into things where people are like that was just not that was totally that was just two friends like holding hands walking down the street and I was like that seemed there was a scene that got cut of them doing a Georgia (laughs) O'Keeffe painting like paint by numbers class it was very there was a scene from Ghost. They were doing pottery. It just seemed like a very like coming of age queer story. So, so any other themes of here you come again? We have to do. We have to, to do yeah, about a little bit. Time, yeah, is yes. Uh, no more themes we, from me. Yeah, I think I, I. Yeah, I think it's. I would like to talk about the songs though, because I really need to talk about track number four very badly. <laughs> very uh, badly. Yeah, like. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so I think the reason why the particular whole album is like it's such a to me it's like the album that you listen to when you're when you're doing like the breakup like it's like the breakup album because it's like mm-hmm. you know I loved you uh the there's also like this weird like uh like one night stand element to it like the best way to get over someone is yeah. to get under a new person kind of like two doors down is like on this which is also in my top 10 favorite yeah, songs yeah, of yeah, all yeah, time yeah, yeah. um it's a good one but it's like that so it's like this is like the I'm breaking up weird album uh, with that track number four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, we got to know what was the conversation it. in the recording studio with the producers of like, because you, when you're building an album, you are, you know, you want to place tracks in a certain order. Like maybe this track doesn't right. belong on this album. Is this the right spot for it? <laughs> maybe it's like a bonus track at the end of the album. No. Four. Okay, I would like to talk like a baby so badly in my next album. She's telling that to everyone, everyone, everyone. She's like, I told you I was going to do it. So me and Little Andy is the name of the song that we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> the thing is that I have... I have been at one concert where she performed it live, but I've also seen, like, recordings where she performs it live. And straight up the entire audience does the baby voice. Oh, she pulls she does the thing where she pulls them like away and holds voice. it out to the audience and it and they <laughs> and they give it back to her. Y'all are little baby you're the guys are little babies, aren't you? <laughs> Say it. <laughs> That's weird. That's so weird. I think it's so weird. It's so un uncomforting to listen to. It just doesn't fit with the album. It's like like the the song starts and you're like, okay, she's telling a story. I guess like this about a little girl, like I guess it kind of fits into the album doesn't really and then the kid dies and i'm like we're just doing another like 180 like what is i don't understand how this works so like this is like kind of her like she's telling like here you come again it seems like a lot of these songs is about her being kind of adrift like she's not like it's not the like that i also like said like 
a fair album question mark like more mm-hmm. than just like one night st- stand album like a fair album question mark so like the idea of you know baby come out tonight and like here you come again i just like i need to fill this gap in my life i need to fill this like hole like i need to fill this hole in my life i just like i feel empty and stuff like that and then it's like me and little andy i get like maybe it's a metaphor for emotional homelessness but i don't actually think it's that well like, when i when i say like i it kind of fits into the album i think that's also just me kind of like giving her the benefit of the doubt because this it really makes no sense whatsoever i mean as a story if someone told you this story this story like sucks right because like, you technically <laughs> saved the kid like right you brought that right. kid inside and then they die still right. though like did you kill them and, why like, did the, and the dog like... died too like what what coincidence has happened <laughs> the next <Right>. day <laughs> yeah no during so, the like, night true right? crime podcast <laughs> yeah. about dolly <laughs> like, it's also wild that that the, there's a line god knew little andy would be lonesome without with her gone so it's like let's Kill the yeah, dog. God was like, like mm, you can't. Sorry, little girl's gone. You got to come too. So here's my like hot take. I think you know. Obviously, I don't think it fits on the album per se, but I think it's a great song. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's great. I love it. It's like it's cinematic and like it really gives me chills. And the vocal performance is really impressive. Like the the seamlessly switching between two voices and switching the perspectives and stuff like that. And it feels like you're yeah. afraid that you're going to get Dolly hate. And that's why you're saying this. I, 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 I just like, I just love, I love it when Dolly gets bleak. Cause it's not, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem out. Of, it does seem a little out of character, but I love when she kind of like gets, goes there a little bit. And like, um, I don't know. It's just like sad and haunting and there's no like catharsis to it it's just like it i i just find, i like it i like it in my opinion she's a, she's a little like i think someone who can fantasize about like the best of times which is like the love songs that she does it's the same person who can fantasize mm. about the worst of times of like you know <laughs> when it gets bad and a little girl and a dog freeze to death <laughs> we gotta we gotta <laughs> we gotta transition out of this so um absolutely other, not so you guys don't like so you guys don't like this song you got you guys don't like me and little andy <laughs> no or, no, or, no no i think it's the worst song on this album by far yeah it's I, I it doesn't belong on the album i do i hate it no. i don't hate it because again i love what uh, songs i love songs God. where you're like you're listening and you're like that's i didn't i didn't that's not where i thought this was going <laughs> right, right and dolly is also, literally the mastermind of that this is like our eighth dolly album you're like, having like, a good time cruising along classic. and then you're like oh god <laughs> it is it is like such a like mood killer like because like the rest of the album is like about you know just like oh one night fling blah 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 and then like in the middle is like kid died like babe like it's like yeah like and if you yeah it's really just though like again it's like the power of dolly like she could write about whatever and i'd be like you know what dolly i'll let it slide i love you you're great you can write about the power of dolly so yeah any any lowlights from this album like i think we kind of hit on one but like any songs that you're not as crazy about that one and god's coloring book i would say the same yeah just because it's like i feel like i've heard it before yeah, it's yeah. a double beat from Code of Many Colors. Uh, Six other albums. It feels yeah, yeah, Code of Many Colors, which was a better song. Early yeah. Morning Breeze is the song. Yeah, it really yeah. reminds me of the, Early Morning Breeze. To yeah. me, the those two stand out to me as like, oh, they don't belong on this album. You just put that on there because you definitely got to have mm. one GCC on there. Uh, the other one that right. uh, <laughs> is a good song. It just uh, for me the the rest of the album is like, I think when it came out was like that was being played in the country clubs all night long. Was the Cowgirl and the Dandy. Ooh, I- 
that's that's a highlight for me. I like that song. I don't, a lot. Did you do you feel like, that that was like a a country club song though? I feel like that was like a no. I don't. I don't agree with that. I, I again, it's like for me, I just love storytelling in songs. I like it when it like. I love storytelling songwriting because it's a, such a unique skill because it's not like a novel where like, and he had, she had flowing brown hair and lips that looked like blah, blah, blah. Like you just have, you have to like pick the most important fact, pick the most important details to tell in the song and have it recircle back to the chorus and stuff like that. And I like, I, I also just like, like how naughty, like subtly naughty it is. I think it's just like the... I, I, I do. I think it's so fun. And like the song, the line about um, he's got a little country and she's got a little. Yeah, yeah that one. Uh, we somehow <laughs> came together for a night of stormy weather. Like, that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's what happens when you, you're in an airport and you get a layover. You saddle up next to the person who looks the most opposite of you and you have a little romance. Any other, any other lowlights? The low light for me then is like, yeah, like God's God's coloring book. It feels like. Like we said, it's like a double beat, but I do like the new take is like, I turn my face towards the sky, say a silent prayer, though God doesn't speak to me, I see him everywhere. So like God, like she sees God, maybe not in a direct like voice from the heavens, like I ordained you, blah, blah, blah. Like, but it's like, kind of just like, oh, wow. Like nature's beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Then like, uh, I think that's cool, but that's, it, it is still a, a double beat of early morning breeze basically though. So. It does feel like it's like, like I'm not religious, but I do feel like, oh, I like this idea of like God, I guess that like God is not this like overpowering like person, like God is everything around you. Like everything is God is nature. God is a baby's pink cheek. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's very, it's very endearing. I think. Let's go cute. through highlights of this record. What songs do you like? Uh, Mike, let's, Michael, what's the song cool. you like? I love Baby Come Out Tonight. I think it, it kind of gives me that, like, nostalgic feeling for, like, I don't know, like, even, like, in college, like, all my friends and I, like, lived all together. We could all, like, hang out. It's a little bit like nostalgia is the most to toxic impulse a little bit. Like, it reminds me of, like, when we could all do stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm already feeling like I'm getting old, even though I'm in my 20s. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this feeling's only going to get more and more and that's kind of what that song reminds me of but it, it's like in a happy way almost like don't be sad that you're getting old be happy it happened you know what i mean like and that's kind of what the song evokes in me um uh here you come again is definitely in there and then i would say um because we it's the one we haven't talked about yet is the um it's all right but it's all wrong it's like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You put that sucker on when you're all feeling melancholy and like thinking about lost loves and shit. Come on. That's a that right there is the song. Yeah. I, I like the way she says sexy loving lies is so gorgeous to me. And then also like it's I like that it's kind of this album, if you view it as an affair album, mm -hmm. it doesn't like she has no moment where she's like, and I'm ashamed of myself. I feel so bad. You know, what would my husband yeah. think? Like if, if it, that's the approach you take of it, I think that's really refreshing. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it feels wrong. It's might be wrong, but it just feels so right. You know, I, I just like, I, you know, like, well, it's like, she's having fun. It's like, she's so it's a you more. Condone well, I feel like that's yeah. what baby <laughs> come out tonight is that condoning, like or written from the perspective of the other woman who's like, I never want to be the main chick. 
let's get one more time and then go enjoy your family and your, you know, like, I think I think it has a couple of readings to it, which I think is fun. You know what I mean? It's not. It's definitely not explicit. Like there, but there's a the, a feeling of like, because um, it can be a, a friendship uh, embrace. But there's a feeling of like uh, human contact in that song of like I just need to touch you one last time because you're gone forever, um, which can gotcha. be totally platonic. I do also like going back to hear you come again. Like I'm a sucker for a good key change, and I, I love the key change in this song. And like the minor chord on the chorus, I think it just the sound, the sound of the song is is great. This one, I felt like I kind of felt a little bit of like, oh, I kind of see the lines in the Matrix a little bit of what consists of it all. Like like Michael said at the, the circle of like what ne- goes into a Dolly album. A little, this is the one where it felt a little more transparent to me. Um it, but it's also like, you know, if you write this many songs, if you like it, it, I've compared Dolly to like the Simpsons a bunch of times of the idea of like, it's gone on for so long. And mm. like, now it's just like, what if Homer's a, I don't know, a truck driver. And then like <laughs> the guy's like, oh, but we had him be a Jeep driver that one episode. I don't know. I'm 62. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's like, it feels like, like, yeah, fine. Do, do another song about God and like how like beautiful like nature is and stuff like that that's okay mm-hmm. like i'm not we're not gonna get that upset <laughs> um but then like the highlight i guess in that i really liked is two doors down uh, is once again the storytelling i really like just of she's in her she's in her room she's sad she's crying and then you know she's hearing a party two doors down she so she goes to the party two doors down and has a good time she feels a little better and then she goes two more doors down to have a little naughty time with a little digger this is a Christian you know. podcast by the way so <laughs> I can't say anything yeah so yeah I love that it reminds me of Jackson 5 a little bit too it's just like two doors down it's very disco-y the disco influence is really strong I feel like on that and almost even here you come again, almost mm-hmm. like you can tell. Just, there's just a hint uh, of it coming out of the late 70s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, yeah like um, any other any other stray observations, any other thoughts about any of these songs? On I, this album I would think that you that we would haven't talked about? be jamming on Sweet Music Man because that's such a visual storytelling of like a a man on yeah, the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Getting love and yeah. and not receiving it kind of thing and like taking it away and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know keep playing music man was that the one that was written by uh, Kenny Rogers yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah I feel like that's yeah, that that's truly that. is like the circle of a Dolly album which is like you have to have like those kind of like uh, uh, risque love songs a little Jesus song a what what and then like something by Kenny Rogers and then you have the perfect album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did it we did it boys perfected the formula <laughs> we did yeah. like, uh, mission accomplished they have a banner <laughs> like, 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 yeah, yeah I, I like I like um, I love that song and it's also like um, I love it I love looking I know this is probably not the intention but I like looking at it through the lens of like the literal music man like the musical the music man of like the idea of like oh it's Harold Hill like going through town chilling a bunch of instruments seducing the local librarian and then runs off and then he's like then he like you know on like the train ride to the next town he's like man I'm lonely I'm sad <laughs> you know <laughs> stuff like that um but yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, let's go through final thoughts and rings of this particular album. Here you come again. Uh, the way this works is we'll rate out of ten with a uh, we'll rate out of ten with a fun metric at the end. 
So uh, who would like to go first on this one? I like this album, but since we're doing two and, uh, you know, it's a little bit of spoilers for the next one. She works with the same producer on the next album. It wasn't as successful, but I happen to like it a little bit more. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry to Patricia, but uh, I do like this album, but it feels like the building blocks for what's to come in a certain way. Um, but I really like it. It's hard for me to give it anything less than what I'm going to give this album, which will be eight pairs of dead little girls and dogs in heaven oh, out of 10. <laughs> well, now I got to change my metric. <laughs> I, I think this is a pretty good record. It's not my favorite of her record. Sorry, Patricia again. Um, like, um, yeah, I, again, I just like felt like I saw The Matrix a little too. Like, it felt a little too transparent. Where like the best Dolly albums are like Magic Tricks, and just like whoa, you're transporting me and like stuff like that. Um, but and like the themes of like infidelity or one night stands are interesting. But I feel like she doesn't have enough to say about it. She doesn't have like she just like kind of hits the same note it feels like it just like this is fun this is good you know like you know this is life here you come again all that stuff um where i feel like heartbreaker actually gets into this stuff a little more like heartbreaker like dig like like michael said this is the first therapy session and then the heartbreaker is like second third a little bit more um so i'm gonna give this seven uh, nights of stormy weather out of 10. Uh, I, yeah, I'll go next just cause we'll finish with Patricia on a strong note. Um, I, again, like it's hard to hate any Dolly album. Um, I also agree that it, it, it just feels like a lot of this I've kind of heard before. Like she's kind of recycling old formulas a little bit, which again is it's Dolly. It's not a bad thing, but it's just not, I think of the form of that formula. It's not her strongest, um, of the songs. Uh, and so I'll give it seven cowgirls out of 10 dandies. <laughs> All right, Patricia, we turn to you. Uh, well, we already know that it's my favorite album. Uh, <laughs> so it's going to be a 10, but it's going to be a straight up 10 of uh, one night stand love childs. <laughs> nice. 10 of them. You're like, uh, what's his name? Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I that's what yeah. I thought too. I was like, Does he have ten? I was like, I think it's like because he keeps on having doubles He's like at six, a time, right? Six. He keeps on getting the two at a time. Yeah, I think he just had six he has, this summer. Yeah. So so uh, yeah, let's move on to heartbreak. Grab this break. Click. <laughs> Andrew doesn't care about the cannon. And we're back here to talk about. Uh, let's talk about heartbreaker now. Uh, what do you feel the themes are the themes of this one? For me, this is like uh, intense. Forever yeah. love and hate. <laughs> totally. Really high highs and really low lows. It's also exactly. like the thing is the thing I'm like a little struck by by Patricia is like how succinct your points <laughs> yeah. are. You know, like you, it's clearly you're clearly a writer. Like you, you're like where I'm like, oh, so uh, I think it might be about blah, 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 like like going on and on. Which is why episodes are three hours long. So, like, well, it's way better than me where I'm like Andrew asked this and I'm surprised every single week and I have to like look. <laughs> At the song titles, I know, but then I'm like, well, it's about nickels and dimes, obviously. Uh, It's about the man. It's about your dad. (laughs) Okay, here's my like take on it. Here's my like theory about it. Like, if we want to get into conspiracy theories, um, so I think this might be about her first husband. Like, that's my theory. Obviously, there's no substantiation with it yet, but it feels like 
you know, she's been married to this guy, Carl Dean, for several years at this point, And now she's finally able to talk about it a little bit. She's she's finally able to, like, draw the line to, towards this because this feels very authentic and earnest. And she's processing a lot. It feels like it sounds like that was the other thing. I feel like the heartbreaker feels more from the heart than uh, here you come again a little bit. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, the other thing I was struck by was like because like the cover art is an amazing cover. I love the cover art. It's so like, funny. I have to talk about the cover art. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. the most dated a cover can possibly look. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love that she's in the corner, just like leg in the air, like, <laughs> like why? <laughs> but but yeah, I like, think it's really it's, like we touched on it already. Is like there was nine months between the recording of both of these albums. Like everybody, it's like the same. The same folks are all over it. Guess how many? Do you know how many days she was in the studio recording this album? Was it like six? Three. What? Three days? <laughs> yeah. What? I That's could not wild. believe that. But like, so with the cover, I was like, oh, she's the heartbreaker. She's like, she's kicking it. She's like doing a little kick and stuff like that. It's like very tongue in cheek and like campy and stuff like that. But I look at, then I listen to this album and it's like, oh, she's the one who got her heart broken. You know, that's the, and that's like the, this is why this might be one of my favorite of hers. Is so like, why is she kicking? She's kicking <laughs> herself she... for loving someone for so long. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yes, it is position where good. like she's kicking and it's like she she's also on she's, the side. She's too. like, shake it up, so girl. She... Get rid of him. He's he's taking up space in your mind and uh, he's, he's not living even right free in her it, mind. It kind of feels like so Wait, she actually is though, like kicking like kicking herself in the butt. <laughs> to, me, to me, this cover kind of seems like a mannequin that came to life that just found out how to use legs and is like, <laughs> look, I can pose my legs like this. I can kick. So, yeah. So, okay. So the idea is like, I want to get my, we're trying to get shot out of here. So like the idea of like, I really got this feelings about like young love. I said no to my, like, I'm not going to listen to my dad. I'm going to fall in love with this guy anyways. And then it's too late. Like we're through forever is like the relationship turning sour, but they can't quite get out of it. Sure thing is her trying to like, you know, go out to the clubs and like dance it off, feel okay. And then like with you gone and like baby, I'm burning. And she's like really languishing in her pain a little bit. Like she's trying to like put on a happy face a little bit, but she's saying, baby, I'm burning basically like from horniness, but also from like anguish, like from emotional anguish. And she feels like, nickels and dimes about like the car like she feels like this is karma for some reason like i got a career but like now i'm paying back it like these nickels and dimes with my pain and stuff like that and then at the end it's like i want to fall in love again i'm ready to like start over interesting that you skipped over the man i was like i wonder how he's gonna how he's gonna slip nickel and dime into this (laughs) wonderful interpretation by the way abs like you were great all straight down the line that was like beautiful beautiful the man was kind of like my theory was like oh it's like daddy lessons from beyonce's record of just like in order to like move forward you have to go back to like my first relationship with a man ever basically that's what i the amazing beautiful sexy my dad (laughs) (laughs) i think she's like trying to get revenge on her mom for like running up with the traveling man man. The only man she ever really loved was her father. I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so I just said that. Um, so like any other themes, any other like kind of 
things you're thinking about for this episode. I mean, it's called Heartbreaker. It's definitely the breakup album. Um, for me, this is the, the the same thing. Like it, all of these are like uh, versions of how you would process a breakup. The like it's too late is like the I'm, once you fall out of love with somebody, you can't fall back in love with them kind of like statement. You know what I mean? Um, the um, the what's the the one where like uh, we're through forever is like a that's a prime example of teenage love like that right there is just screams i love we're through forever till yeah. tomorrow i think that's so fun i love it's that also line. like you make this declared statement like we're not gonna see each other again but then the idea of like uh you know candlelight and like a glass of wine will like solve our problems but it doesn't and you're stuck you're it is like that codependence and stuff like that. i just find that very compelling um, mm -hmm. as like a thematic thing. Let's go through highlights of this album. Baby, I'm burning. I think that might be in my top five all-time <laughs> Dolly so, Parton songs. Wow. So, so fun. Young. And that one is definitely her most disco-influenced <laughs> song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever, yeah. for sure. But it's so good. Uh, I'm going to listen to it right now instead of listening to you guys. The alien laser. Yeah, the, the lasers are so... <laughs> it makes me yeah. think I need to like recharge my AirPods or something. I love it, but yeah, I don't understand why like a laser sound effect. I, but I just I'm like it. I, just like the production <laughs> oh, I love texture. It. I think it's great. There's a lot more like it feels like this album was more like like sound design oh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. focus, like weird sound effects and like vocal effects and stuff. And uh, mm -hmm. oh, it's so fun. That and a uh, sure thing is like one of my favorites as well. Mm -hmm, just like how mm -hmm. groovy it is, and just the song about like, all right, I'm gonna get over you by going out yeah. and dancing is so fun to me like this is and michael like this is like the this you finally got what you wanted in terms of like you wanted dolly to do a club song where Literally. she's just like talking yeah. about how like how, how like beautiful <laughs> she is i like, walk in the club all eyes on me just like kind of that thing <laughs> i want her to replace fergie on the black eyed peas now uh, i feel like they would take that in a hot second they'd be like yes of yeah, course yeah, yeah. i mean dolly Probably. burton can't do sexy cartwheels on the today show uh, while she mm. sings barracuda but Peter Pan's. whatever i i remember in um eighth grade no like probably like in high school somewhere like uh, we all had to like take song lyrics and like read them out loud and like do a dramatic interpretation of them and i did the black eyed peas where's the love <laughs> <laughs> so like so that's the story about that well wow, public um, school sounds great that's like a song where's you hear in middle school <laughs> that's definitely one of those songs you hear as a kid and you're like what is where like, is the love, is the love? <laughs> yeah um but yeah like i also like in that song sure thing of like there's one line of vulnerability that really lynches it a little bit of mirror mirror don't you tell a soul how much i smiled and talked at you basically i'm just like she is putting on a performance to like try yeah, and feel for better, me basically. i feel like I um cool. Michael and I have the same picks often because Baby Unburning is definitely on my, my top pick. Mm -hmm. And then just the title song Heartbreaker, I think, is another standout. Sean, what's a highlight? Do you have a highlight? Uh, well, sure thing. Um, <laughs> sure thing I have a highlight. <laughs> uh, those are like <laughs> that and Baby I'm Burning, I think, were like my favorites. Um, we're through forever till tomorrow. Like I I love that line because like mm -hmm. and Patricia, you said it best. I think it's just like a middle school love kind of thing. Like you're like over someone and you're like, I'm done talking to them. And then they say hello to you and you're like, <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely like that middle school like, teenage. And then everyone has like one back. adult friend that is yeah. constantly also doing it where you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> middle school and our friend beep out the name. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I also like that she, cause this is like a new thing for Dolly to one, have a feature 
to make it a duet, you know, like the Dolly part, like obviously she does trio later and stuff like that. And like, it's kind of like more of a collaboration, but this is like the first album we've heard of hers up to this point where like, she had like a feature, like Richard Dennison, the male voice. You know? I really thought because he comes in. So like, <laughs> I really, I thought it was David Bowie at first. And then he's saying like his verse. And I was like, Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I love, I think it's good. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. It's very steamy. Like, I will give it that. It has such a steamy feel to There's it. There's only one man in I, I hate my opinion, Dolly's life that should, and it's Kenny Rogers. And that's the only time that she should be duetting. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's also just like changes incremental. Like, maybe the idea, like, there's a Bojack line, you know, people don't change because they want to they change because they have to so the idea of like change like if you put it but at the same time change is incremental too like maybe we won't like cut it off immediately right now but we'll like over time it'll just kind of fade away my affection for you and stuff like that but right but right now it's codependent and like a little rough right now um yeah i like the last song too i like uh i want to fall in love like the, I like that it's not resolved. It's not like oh, that the one that's I'm like happy bloop, 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 bloop. at the start. Yeah, yeah. that one is fun. Yeah, I, the thing it's, I love cool. about you know um, the because I like I'm like de- I've been a little depressed lately, and it's kind of I you know the way that helps is like to have music like this that is very like it's about being sad and broken and like kind of like dealing with like well i'll never be happy again i'll never like uh, you know now that i'm gone i don't know what to do and then it's like you know it makes everyone feel better laser sound effects <laughs> yeah. yeah truly it's like it's like my brain is but it's like my brain is a little dumb like that like brain, like yeah, so so that's like that's the, the, my general highlight. I like this album a lot. Let's go through lowlights. Um, I think it's the man. I think the man hit everybody yeah. in a place they're not uncomfortable about. <laughs> it, this is almost a perfect album, except the man is a little like you kind of want to fuck her down a little bit. I feel like maybe, maybe. I didn't get. I didn't get the. I mean, I, to me, it did, because the other part that stood out so much to me is like this. This isn't a, a way to praise men. Men like hiding their feelings and being simmering. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it's like negging almost, like, <laughs> like a fake compliment. But, but it's also like it's that 1970s version of a man where mm-hmm. like it's like no, that's bad. That's bad. Men should talk about their feelings. Stop. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, let's go through final uh, thoughts and rings. The way this works is we'll rate this album out of ten with a fun metric at the end again. Uh, we already did this. Uh, so, like Michael's like what? <laughs> we did this part of the show. Let me think. Yeah, Sean. Like we'll, we'll, we turn to you. Like what's, what's your rating? Uh, I did. I did like this. It's a little higher energy than. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I can't remember what the first album we did was called. Here you come again. Uh, here you come again. Yep. Yeah, I I like it. A little bit better than that than the than here you come again um i like the i just like the sound of it better like the sound effects i think are really fun um it's a very clean sounding album um yeah i don't know i just i i like the dolly songs that are higher energy i love the the disco inspired songs um i will give it eight uh nickels and dimes out of ten 
I'll go next. I really like this record a lot. I really, I was in a little bit of a rough mood all day and I was like very stressed because I didn't, wasn't, didn't have enough time to prepare this album with like a soup, even though I managed to pull it off, but like, like a super like stringent, like what's my take on this album type of thing. Like I used to, cause I'm like moving and stuff like that. And it's like really stressful. Um, and but yeah, this is this is like really nice and like it felt like it hit home to me for me in terms of just like, oh, this is a person trying to heal. This is a person trying to feel better after like getting their heart broken and stuff like that. And, you know, at coming out the other end of like, here's what I want. You know, here are the things I want and I'm ready to like search for them. Um, also, just like it, I love the high energy. I love the authenticity. I love... Um, the this is like th these are like the right amount like this is kind of the best version of dolly pop where in terms of just like some of the songs it feels like uh here you come again i feel is a little less like people were complaining about that album being very like oh it's too pop and stuff like that but i i like this version of like dolly like pop music and stuff like that where it's like pretty far from country for the most part except for a few things um yeah, I also like laser sounds, and that that makes me cool. That's very cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah, I'm gonna give this. Um, May I suggest also you check out the film Star Wars? <laughs> I'm gonna give this uh, nine candlelights and glasses of wine that bring back vision to the blind. I'm gonna. Uh, I wish I was more prepared for this because I, I uh, the the little tag at the end, but I'll figure out one as I wanderingly talk about it. But I think that uh, you have made <laughs> you should me have had like you should have had Scar sing to you about this, like being <laughs> more prepared. <laughs> you should have the goat from Hundreds. Oh, yeah. oh, no. um, that was so funny. Anyway, you've made me fall more in love with this album. I'll say all of that. Uh, I, again, grew up in a time of eight tracks and records. So it's been a long time since I've had teenage angst and young love and loving someone and hating someone the next day. Uh, but Must I, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I do, I think like, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Dolly. So I'm always going to give her a 10. I'm going to give it 10 uh, burning up my lady parts. Uh, <laughs> as I go out on the night on the town. Nice, nice. Beautiful. That one flows really well. <laughs> I really like it. Guys, I, I've been uh, in house improv. Is I just haven't had. I just haven't no, I been get training. It, I get it. Yes, and I liked it. Um, I this is my favorite album I've ever heard from Dolly Parton. I loved this one. I could listen to it front to back, um, over and over and over, which I did today, basically all day. Every song is a hit, even the man. It's a hit. It's not as good as the rest. Still a hit, though. Um, and because of that, um, I will give this 10 out of 10 uh, relationships that are starting back up again tomorrow. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. Uh, so now we're going to get into our we've been meaning to listen to this playlist, the portion of our show where we add a song that we've been listening to as inspired by the album, as inspired by our lives to our playlist. Um, 
which you can check out on Spotify. Uh, we add the songs from every episode uh, to the end of the playlist. So it's kind of a uh, chronological timeline of what we do here. So, uh, Patricia, ooh. what are you adding? Uh, I already said if it was on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> if it was on Spotify, uh, Michelle and Degacello, um and for people who need to spell it, it's N-D-E-G-E-C-E-L-L-O is her last name. But it's not on Spotify. But her other albums are on, are on Spotify. I should have just picked a different song, but Two Doors Down is fantastic. Uh, yeah. So I'm going with uh, uh, a panic pick of uh, a what just happened song uh, written by Helen Reddy. And it's called Angie Baby. Uh, it is on Spotify. I just checked. Click. Angie girl, are you all right? This song, uh, for those who don't know who Helen Reddy is, she really just was famous for one song, which was I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar, um, mm-hmm. and probably other songs of the if you were of that generation. But Angie Baby is a, a creepy, creepy little song where you think it's about one thing, and then it si- suddenly turns into a little girl who traps a boy in a radio, and when <laughs> oh, she turns no. up the volume, she can bang him when she wants to, and Whoa. then she can turn the volume back down <laughs> and get back into the radio. Whoa. Cool. Wow. <laughs> he was creeping in her window, going to cause her okay, harm. Okay, and she was like, aha. It sounds like kind of a bad. Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. What if computers are bad? So like, like <laughs> what if? <laughs> like, uh, okay. So now let's uh, do me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I got to pick here. Um so uh, the so- a song I've been playing a lot and been enjoying is uh, "Family Tie," "Family Ties" by Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. Click. I am the Omega. Niji ain't rolling gang. That's how he don't you address me unless it were four letters, bitch. I thought you known better. I've been ducking the pandemic. I've been ducking the social gimmicks. I've been ducking the overnight activist. Uh, so this is like you know Baby Keem's verse. Like he's kind of popping off. He's doing really well. Like he's uh, he's doing a lot of features that are really impressive. And then also Kendrick Lamar is like kind of he's back. He's back, baby. He like four years after winning the Pulitzer <laughs> for like Damn and stuff like that. And he's like coming out with a new project and it's very exciting. Like hopefully whenever I don't know when, but like he's just like he just like taking back the crowd. Just I sound like such a white <laughs> hip hop. Huge. but like the idea is just like but like the the reason i picked this song though is like kendrick lamar like he does he's known for doing like character voices and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. i is a song where he does like you know um not i like uh you is a song where he plays his cousin who's like drunk and like you know condemning kendrick for like abandoning his family and stuff like that and you know he plays like us there's this another song where he like plays like a 17 year old version of himself, like, like a seven year old version of himself, a 17 year old version of himself and like a 27 year old version of himself. And he like, mm-hmm. he, and he loves doing, he loves doing characters. He's, he's, uh, he's, he had a showcase at the groundlings and he wanted to, sh- you know, branch off. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like in this song, he does this really funny, like amazing brother, blah, 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 on occasion, brother, <laughs> like in the middle of his verse. And it's, it's so cool. It, like, it sounds corny when I say it, when I do it, but like, it's so cool. And like, he, then he like goes back to his regular flow and stuff like that. And like, just acrobatics and stuff. So I'm really, I really like I need you song. to do that voice for the rest of the, <laughs> the, the, rest yeah. of the episodes. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. I have two songs this week. The first song, um, 
Ooh, because la, la. I couldn't decide between the two. The first song is um, Far Away Look by Yola. Click. You lit the candles on the cake And threw the match down on the floor um, I've been really listening to a lot of Yola and uh, just beautiful voice, very like country, but she's also like recently kind of gone into like a disco-y kind of feel. Um, so kind of similar to Dolly, but um this is the far away look is just a really beautiful song about um her mom her ill mom and uh just her yola's life experiences kind of dealing with her mom her mom's unapproving um idea of stardom and uh just the music industry in general kind of but also just like kind of looking at death and illness with this this far away look is how yola kind of describes it um, the second song this week is, uh, I feel like that was really depressing. So sorry, but listen to the song. It's really beautiful. Um, <laughs> the second song is also by, yeah, but the second, second song is also by Yola, but it's her cover of, uh, yellow, uh, goodbye. Yellow brick road, yellow brick road by Elton John click. Uh, just a good cover. That's it. Good cover. <laughs> Me talking about uh, heartbroken. Yeah, heartbreaker. heartbreaker. Uh, that joke would have been funnier yeah, that, if I said it correctly. It. <laughs> <laughs> we can take it again. Here, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Good cover. Uh, just what I said about Dolly Parton's heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Fitcher's just uh, not coming back to the, do this ever. <laughs> like, first and only no podcast thanks. ever. <laughs> yeah. One time, one, famous one timer. Um, but yeah, like um, uh, my pick for this episode uh, has almost nothing to do with Dolly Parton. It's just a song I'm like obsessed with right now. Uh, let's let's connect it. Uh, they're both blonde. Gays love them. Uh, it is Kim Petrus's Future Starts Now. Click. I thought you were going to say Neil Patrick Harris. No, Kim. Yeah, I love Gays love him. Uh, this song is so good. Um, I've been excited for Kim Petras to release new music since any time she releases and announces that she's about to release new music. Uh, and this one really hits. It's almost five minutes long, which is really long for her. Uh, benefits the song. Uh, Charlie XCX, by the same token, just released a new song that is less more than two minutes shorter than Kim Petrus's song and they both kind of go for the same vibe and Kim Petrus's song is just so much better so good I love it I have listened to it one zillion times by the way tune in for Charlie XC experts coming soon um so yeah. I look forward to that but yeah let's uh go, let's go um let's go through 
plugs. Yeah, anything you'd like to plug, Patricia? Like that people should keep an eye out for? I, I work in animation, so everything that I'm working on will come out in 2022. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I Band guess, like, I mean, it's announced. So uh, I'm working on Sonic. Uh, so Sonic Prime on Netflix. So it'll be out in 2022. Whoa, Do I need to plug it? So I think exciting. it'll be all right. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Patricia, is this... I, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about the Sonic. Is it like in the same universe as like Sonic X or is it a new thing? Um, I can say very little because it's an NDA, oh, but I can okay, 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 okay. definitely tell you it's a new thing. Wait, Patricia, just blink once if it's the same plot as Shrek. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I breathed deeply only because I was like, oh, God, it is the same plot as Shrek. <laughs> oh, my God, he got it. Your NDA, no! Sonic <laughs> is like an onion. Yeah, Sonic oh. is like an onion. Yeah. Well, like, well don't worry, Patricia. Millions of people listen to this podcast, so <laughs> yes. they'll, be, they'll be on the hunt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, so that's, that's really cool. Yeah, congratulations. That's so exciting. It's very exciting. Anything else? Uh, 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 any like social media things or any like, you know, uh, people, where people can media follow things. you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh, on Instagram, I mostly post photographs of my cat. So get ready for that. And it's on Twitter, um, I don't know what, I don't think I have a brand on Twitter. I think I just. You uh, talk about like how like anguished you are that you're writing you have deadlines and stuff <laughs> pain the problem this is the problem with animation if anyone is ever interested in it is it doesn't give you like a job job like you're not like oh i'm staffed on this show you are freelanced on 17 shows at once uh and they don't know of each other's deadlines uh and so you're just like oh gosh i have like eight things due this week uh and i can't and no one knows my pain because it's all different shows and they just expect you to hit the deadline ben 10 different Great. shows Praying for you. Yeah. Ben 10 is, prayers. I'm pretty sure Ben 10 is done. Ben 10's done. There's always going to be, there's going to be Ben 10, uh, back again, uh, coming yeah. out. There's always a new Did you hear, on. did you hear my funny Ben 11 joke? Go for it. No, I, I just, just said, said it. Ben 11, Ben 12. Uh, but what, wait, here's time. the thing. Like art, like I, I looked it up on IMDB, like, cause I was like looking up your resume and stuff like that. And then like, I, so I saw that there's like the fifth iteration of Ben 10. So wouldn't it be Ben 10 five? Yes. To, so uh, well, Sean, what do you have to plug? Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at diabetic twink. <laughs> I forgot to say what my ads are, but, uh, oh, my name yeah, is Patricia Valletto. I'm the only one of my kind, so you can find me. <laughs> it's either Valletto, P. Valletto, or Patricia Valletto. Uh, you could follow me at Andre A. Lee on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you could follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You could also email us at IBMTLTT at gmail.com. We got that domain. Um, it used to be I've been meaning to listen to that at gmail.com, and I was like a mouthful and stuff like that. And like people didn't know how to type. Your that fingers many. got tired typing them into the email. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, all right. So that's our show. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, thank you so much, Patricia, for making this work. We've been corresponding yeah, for a you. little mm -hmm. bit. And 
you know, it, we've been corresponding for a little bit and you've been working really hard on multiple projects. So we're really, really thankful that you made the time for our little, little dinky show and stuff like that. So thank you so much. Uh, and now we'll have a uh, closing sentiment from Patricia to close the episode. Um, I thought long and hard about this. Uh, and not many do. <laughs> like not many go. Like, yeah, that's true. Not many people like read the end of the email. And go, like, <laughs> like, okay, I'm ready. Oh yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have said I thought long and hard about this. Uh, oh, yeah. I panicked when I realized that you guys had tags at the end, so I was like, I should read the rest of this email. So I just wrote this up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you thought for at least an hour about. But I thought long and hard least. about this, uh, and I would like to go with Dolly proves that you can be a hoochie coochie in a song and a real life saint all lifelong. Whoa! Whoa. Finally! (laughs) All right, thanks everybody. Have a good day! Click. Wonderful.